Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. We are a society that waits till the last minute. Procrastinators, you know. And it makes sense. We busy. This is just a reminder that the municipal election is tomorrow. If you're one of the 100,000 folks who has a vote-by-mail ballot sitting at your house and you haven't mailed it in yet, you know, maybe do that soonish. In order to count, it has to be postmarked by tomorrow. And we all want to know who the winners are sooner rather than later. Help us out. If you're still undecided, I was too until about a week ago. But luckily, WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times has a whole elections hub online. I went on there last week, typed in all the preferences and values that I think about when I think about the mayor, the aldermen, and the other offices, and I figured out who I wanted to vote for. And you can do the same thing right now at elections.suntimes.com. Now, if you have your ballot at home but you changed your mind or you don't think you're going to be able to get it into the mail in time, You can still vote in person. Just take the ballot you received in the mail to the place where you're going to vote when you vote in person. For anyone who's voting in person, there should be a polling place open today in your ward. But all the polls will be open tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and they close at 7 p.m. This past Friday marked one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. And over the weekend, Russian Chicagoans got together to speak out against the invasion. They protested in front of the statue in Daly Plaza, holding signs that called for Russian President Vladimir Putin to end the war in Ukraine. My colleague, Brenda Ruiz, spoke with some people at the protest, including Peter Yudis. He's a member of the Ukraine Solidarity Network. He says it's a big risk for Russians to speak out against the war. Word ever got back to Putin that uh, relatives of this or that person opposes him. Who knows what can happen? A lot of folks at the protest waved Russian flags that were white instead of red on the bottom. They said the revised flag symbolized a Russia without war. So did you try to take the blue line at any point this weekend? My barber is right off the California stop. I left my house like normal on a Saturday morning to get there. A blocked station entrance, a shuttle bus, and a rushed Uber ride later, I was late for my appointment. Somehow I missed this, but apparently last weekend was the first of a few weekends that the CTA is going to be interrupting service on the blue line. That's the line that goes to and from O'Hare Airport. The CTA says the disruption will allow crews to replace the 15-year-old Belmont crossover, which has been deteriorating for a while now from decades of use. The CTA says Chicagoans can expect closures to run select weekends starting Fridays at 10 p.m. through Mondays at 4 a.m. Service during the week will stay normal, though. The work is going to happen through the end of May. In the meantime, buses are shuttling riders between the Addison and Western stops. The city of Chicago has created mental health teams that go out to address some of the 911 calls they're getting. It's an alternative way to handle situations that involve a mental health incident. But according to data from the city, the teams are only responding to about two calls a day. This is probably because state regulations originally limited what kinds of 911 calls they could go to because of safety concerns. So that included well-being checks, calls where there was a suicide threat, or any time there was yelling or screaming. 
But now, Chicago's public health commissioner, Allison Arwady, is ready to make a change. There was a lot of concern about, is it okay? Is it safe? What do the triage look like? And so I think we've been able to see in about the first year, yes, it's been safe. Starting in March, which is in a couple days, Arwady says the teams can answer more 911 calls, including those that are more difficult or uncertain. And now for a few quick hits, starting with that National Day of Hate I mentioned last week. It was this past Saturday, and the Chicago Police Department said no incidents were reported. WGN reported that neo-Nazi and anti-Semitic groups were encouraging hate actions over the weekend. But the Anti-Defamation League said it was, quote, a pretty typical Saturday in America. And this week, I'm going to be listening to The Poet Who Sat By The Door. It's a new album by Grammy Award-winning poet and Chicago native Jay Ivey. I'm going to talk with him later this week about his creative work and actually creating the Grammy category he won the Grammy for. You should listen to the album, too, so you can have some context for the conversation. You can find The Poet Who Sat By The Door on Spotify and on Apple Music and a few other streaming apps. If you're not up on it, just do a Google search. As for weather, it's a little wild this morning. Thunderstorms, heavy rain, and high winds. That should slow down, though, by this afternoon. High in the mid-50s today, going down to the upper 30s tonight. And that's it for this morning. Later today, did you hear about that Black Starline Festival? It was in Ghana last month. Chance the Rapper put it on with Vic Mensa, and my colleague Biko ended up going. The magic was getting off that plane and experiencing the people and just breathing in that air. Wow, it's, it's different here. Biko is the host of Mornings with Biko on our sister station, Vocalo. And he'll tell me about going to Africa for the first time and covering the festival. That's today at 2 on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you then. 